We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Wandri people and Burong people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present. We recognise the ongoing intergenerational trauma caused by colonisation. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hola, hola, hola. Welcome everyone to Loud, Angry and Not Sorry. It's your friend Daniela speaking and my dear and beautiful friend. Hi everyone, I'm Leah. We're going to discuss with you today some, some politics and some current events, but looking at it through a feminist lens. How good is that? And we're go not going to be sorry about it, <laughs> I think. That probably is good English. I don't know. Let's go to continue. So what we're going to speak today, I'm pretty sure, can you tell them a little bit? I'm going to be discussing my understanding of Australian feminism and hopefully we'll hear from you on the, the context of South America. Yes, and we're going to, to be talking about the hashtag Let Us Speak that is being around now in social media. And I'm actually really excited about it. And I think you got an interview too yeah, for us. I, I, yeah, I spoke with Shana, who, um, who's one of the co-founders of the Let Us Speak campaign. So it's really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, re it's actually really interesting. So I hope you can stay tuned with us. And we, we're going to start, let's go to start with the first episode. We've been at a little bit, so you don't know how many times we've been delaying, <laughs> start delaying start this because we are really really excited and we want to do it good so we're going to do it every time better so be patient but i probably you're going to have a lot of fun so let's go let's start with you dear explain me to me at this little south american girl what is the australian feminism like how it started and everything <laughs> oh well it's um it's super white that's something that the first <laughs> thing that you should probably know <laughs> Um, yeah, I noticed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, you'd, you'd argue that feminism wasn't necessary in this country until colonisation. I was at Broadside uh, a couple of years ago, I think. It's a like a feminist speaking panel. And I saw Dr. Eileen Morton Robinson speak. And she's the author of Talking Up to the White Woman. Um, she said something that blew my tiny mind. And you know how yes. sometimes people say the, these little things and all of a yes, sudden yes. you're just like, oh, my God. <gasps> yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not really that big of a deal. But she was just like, feminism is a response to patriarchy and I just was I just I just went white I was just like what <laughs> which obviously it is like feminism doesn't doesn't need to exist unless patriarchy is there everything so we that we're say... fighting for sorry yeah 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 so we can say that in the end our goal is just that we don't need feminism anymore yeah absolutely we don't need it it's, it's we fine need it. we no. wish we wish we don't need it but we need it now so yeah we super need it now yeah and it, it, it makes me it still makes me laugh when people are just like yeah but we can vote so it's good we're good I'm just like mm, nah can we vote I mean technically we can but who have we got to vote for like genuinely what what politician have we got that actually advocates for women's rights we um even julia gillard's misogyny speech which is a fantastic speech but on that same day she was like cutting um cutting access to childcare. so what have we got we've got you know tony abbott was the minister for women cool that's, that's <laughs> that is so shocking when super... i hear about that i was like that's that dude i don't even know too much about australia before I, uh, before i came here but i knew about that dude because he was so dummy um, <laughs> so it's so, crazy yeah, that he was yeah, doing that yeah and um then we had michaelia cash as the minister for women for a stage as who's quite well known for like hiding behind whiteboard but she um she didn't even so on the vote for universal abortion and i'm pretty sure this is right but on the vote for universal abortion she just didn't attend she didn't vote at all that was our minister for women wow yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds pretty like something that I can relate that 
that's pretty much happened in South America because being a woman doesn't make you feminist. You can be someone that in South America would use the concept of machismo. That is an expression of the patriarchy, you know? So, for example, so a lot of women are machistas. So not necessary for being a woman, you are feminist and you are fighting for women's rights mm -hmm. because it doesn't work that you are on the power, but you're still exploding women and not doing nothing for the other ones. Yeah, selling out. So your that is an a mis misunderstood about feminism, you know? Yeah. It's not about be put our feet in the top of men. We just want to be they have the same rights. And I just don't want to be scared to get raped. And I don't <laughs> want to be thinking about that. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Yeah. That's all. Well and a lot of things too, but it's basic stuff. Yeah, well the the basic survival need. Like it's it shouldn't be that much, and I think that's really it's it's really indicative of white feminism in Australia. That like I, people always ask me, what is white feminism versus normal feminism? And I like my personal opinion is that white feminism centers that like myself, whereas actual feminism looks at the community and it looks at the structure the the structures of oppression that exist. So that's that's colonization, that's patriarchy, that's capitalism, and and understanding how that all comes together and how every single one of these oppressive structures works, actively works to oppress us. Even environmental feminism, that, that kind of stuff, it, it all fits in together and just causes this, this system that is just, it crushes us. Yeah, and I think that that's a different with the South American one. For a start, because we come from... Um... Like, Australia is a more new country, right? But we have a wars for years. First, for independence of the country from the Spanish crown. And then, for a start, the process to be a country. And then, with all the this big wave of dictators that was between the 60s and the 80s, all this Cold War that United States just fucked everyone up because they destroyed us. They destroyed us economically and they did whatever they want and we just are their dumpster and they just think that we are all Mexico too. It's really interesting. Uh, wow. That we can talk about later because we yeah. are all Mexican other Mexican countries. Like They, they call themselves Americans. American is a freaking continent. Yeah. I'm American too. I'm yeah. born in America, the continent, but they don't even understand that it's, we are like the same continent. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that, what happened is I think that, that because we are the result of rape like in the the our story is kind of different because all of us the big part are aboriginals mm. like even we don't know we are because we are the result of a lot of rape hiding rape and we are just mixed blood so in, in the same time we start to the aboriginals for survivors start to change and and like mix their culture with the Spanish one. Yeah. So we're still keeping a lot of things as a cum female community that is like part of the Aboriginal things, like thing that sisterhood and the connection with the law, with the land. And the thing is, the, the Latin American feminism is really mixed with politics because we understand that things need to be changed from the roots. Mm. Of course, we are in a in a context more violent. You know, there are yeah. South American women all the not all the time in general because I don't choose don't going to speak only about Chile, like in general, that mm. we are killed and cut in pieces. Mm. And cut in pieces like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. 900 women disappear in Peru this time of the, in the pandemic, in three months. <laughs> 900 women, people don't know where they are. Yeah. They just disappear. So we're talking about like a lot of violence. So of course we are really mad, really, really loud. And we need to because we realize 
that go to the street and scream and get mad and get together. Like we uh, we realized that we had to destroy that barrier about the more white woman, the poor one, the brown one, the aboriginal one, because in the end we realized that the problem is that we are women. It's not like the bad thing is, I mean, mm -hmm. like how they attack us, they kill us for being women. Yeah. Women, sorry. So that's the thing. It's not about if I'm rich, I'm not rich, I'm white, I'm, I'm a woman. I had the same chance to get raped anyway. The only difference, of course, is a social context. If you live around violence, If you live out, if you see in your own house that your dad bash your mom, mm. right? Uh, it's going to, it, that thing's change, you know? That's why the education, health, have access to mental health, have access mm. to housing, and a lot of things, it, it helps a lot. Uh, mm. again, uh, the, the topic happened about violence against women, too. Mm. Of yeah. course, it's a whole cultural things, you know? But we know that a, a good sexual education is really important, too, as, a, as the, like, the abortion is, because a lot of countries, South America, the abortion is not even legal, you know? And they make laws to make it sound legal but still making it illegal because for example in Chile you can uh, have an abortion only for two reasons for be being raped if the, the fetus can survive or if your life is in risk but the hospitals can say you know we as a hospital we don't want to do it and you can get the abortion yeah you know what I mean the whole hospital yeah. can say no that are controlled usually about men the, yeah. the people that is talking about our issues are men straight white dudes Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, no, I, it, it blows my mind. I, the, the Liberal government tried to implement a bill called, uh, can't remember, looking at, is it on my paper? The Religious Freedoms Bill, which essentially, yeah, so they were basically saying that any person could refuse to do something based on their personal religious beliefs, which sounds fine in, in, in practice. But that makes it, like you just said, it means that people can refuse to provide contraception, can refuse, and, you know, Same-sex couples might not be able to access healthcare because one dude read a book that was written like a billion years ago by someone who wasn't even real. So it, it's, <laughs> that's it's the tea, girl. So that's true. Oh, yeah, because fun. that's the thing, because they make these laws that they mm. are so freaking open. Like, like, why are you working here? Like, what are you doing? That's your job. That's what you're doing. Making laws that people can use against other ones. That's ridiculous. Like, do your job right. It's like, a hate crime. How is that not a hate crime? Exactly. It's a, a, yeah, I, I, it's like when they speak about the free speech. It's like, I believe in free speech. What I don't believe is hate speech. And people, I don't know why they can't understand yet the difference. Oh my It's god, so it drives crazy. me. Oh, I get so riled up over people being like, uh, you can have free speech, but you don't have freedom from consequence. And what they fail to understand is that, okay, so I'm being a racist cunt. And I'm being like, yeah. you're this, you're this, you're that. You're my like country. Yeah. All that kind of nonsense. Um, okay, so maybe that person gets fined, okay? Maybe, you know, maybe they get, a, you know, a couple of people say some mean things. Maybe they get blocked on Facebook. That's their consequences. What about the person who they're racially attacking? Or what about the transphobia or the, the sexism, the misogyny that goes out into the world and affects people in very real ways? We know that, um, that mental health issues with people who are trans is disproportionately high. The, the attempted suicide is disproportionately high. But you're talking about consequences for this dude who might get maybe a fine or a block on, on Facebook. That's not consequences. He's not having the consequences. The marginalized communities are having the consequences. And that is why I hate 
centrist with the fire of a thousand suns. We don't even have free speech in this country. <laughs> like, it's actually, that is hate speech. You're not allowed to discriminate against people. Exactly. And then, like, is is the problem is, but, yeah, it's just... It's a topic that is insane because it's everywhere. Like, in my country, still people that support Pinochet. And it's like, they are openly support Pinochet. Openly. They go to the street to say, yes, he was my general. He freed this country from the communism. If you don't know people, you can Google it. In the time of Pinochet, thousands of people disappeared. They were tortured the most horrible mm -hmm. ways. And women were raped with dogs, with chickens, mm -hmm. with rats for say like the minimum and you telling yeah. me that he freed the country people was in curfew for 25 for the 73 to the 89 you know and it's still people going to the street and it's like why is freaking legal like why like in germany if you uh, talk about hitler or shit it's illegal you know you can't mm. you can't be a nazi in 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 germany anymore like openly at least so you why be, you in can be a nazi in australia though Especially if you're on the police too. And I don't know even why. <laughs> when they are not even Germans. They are like brown as fuck. And they say yeah. like, we, we, they, they believe like, <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that word. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no, pro anyway. I'm South America. I don't know why. Because here, like because no. people is white. I am scared. I can offend, but it's uh, people in South America. So you are like <laughs> Mapuche mixed with Aboriginal, and you say that you are Nazi. Nazi will kill you first, dude. The Nazi will kill you first. Why are you talking about this? Insane. Why do you have Nazis in As South America? It's crazy. Like, what are you, you just, doing? You know what you I mean? You reminded me. Yeah, no, I totally. You just reminded me of when there was the um, there was we had some St Kilda protests a couple of years back, and they called it Romper Stomper 2.0. And you might, but it was it was coordinated by a Vietnamese man. And the irony is just because you would like it's a whole thing. I'll yeah. explain it to you later. But yeah. like, yeah, it's just the the Vietnamese were the ones being you know attacked, and he's the one organizing the next one. And it's just yeah, the disconnect. Oh, only one time the I disconnect. read that group of. Russian Nazis gay. How? Russians Nazis gay. How? How does even together in the same sentence? Like it's ridiculous. It's and that's free speech. No, come on. No. It's not free speech. Hate people, discrimination against because I'm sorry, you don't going to tell me that I can't discriminate someone that is racist because I will, I don't feel a, a, even ashamed a second for being because that person is damaged other one. If you're not a racist, exactly. I leave you alone. But you can't blame someone for being gay or for being Muslim. You didn't, it's just the way that you are. Like, what, what the heck? Like, it's no bad. It's just, it's just, I don't know, you're born like that. Well, you were born white and no one told you something about that. Maybe I don't like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just born white. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? It's stupid skin. You are nothing well, better than that. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, and that's the same about so being woman. Like, which is born yeah. woman. Like, that nothing. That mean anything else. I'm just women and or oh, transsexual or whatever. What is and what? What give me less less rights and, than you? What give me like make me be better cooking? Why do I have to be quieter than you? I don't understand. You know that. Like, <laughs> I just born. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think what we're seeing is uh, people being raised in a violent, toxic, patriarchal society, and they think that how they can get power or they can gain control over their lives is to um is to is to mimic that behavior. Yes. 
yeah, and to to be that because that's all they know that's what they think power is that's what they think control is and that's how so they treat other people that way yeah and exactly and that's the connection about patriarchy and capitalism because mm. you need cheap you need to, you need to explode the other one to get the things that you like. Like, forget mm. chocolate, you need people that are getting pain shit and working pretty much as a slave. So you don't spend yeah. too man, much money making the chocolate and you get rich and you get the chocolate. But you forget that the chocolate that you're getting is about explosion. The same is happening with women. Like, which is uh, the capitalism made the women keeping us down like the, uh, like, um, the men yeah. so we can uh, do the free job. The free job of yeah. clean your house, they free your, oh. your raise your child. They free jobs to like take your shit. You know. You know? This is, and this this is what I don't understand. Okay, so capitalism works because of the free labor, because of the slave market. Yeah, that's how it works. It works off the back of particularly women's reproductive labor. Yes. Um, and the things that we do, like the the extra unpaid work that we do at work, like especially as a nurse, um, we. That I can't even think of a time where I've had a male manager that I've not had to manage. Like, I, we literally do their work for them, but they're always promoted ahead of us. People say we have equal equal pay in nursing, like, and which technically we do, like, we have pay grades. So, and, and over the certain, however many years you work, you get paid a certain amount, and it, it's based on the role. So, technically, yes. We have equal pay. But then when you dig a bit deeper and you look at the number of men in management roles and management positions, that's, that's that's when you start to see cracks in the system. Exactly. And on top of that, and the again, going back to the unpaid labour, where women are more likely to stay back from work and do extra work, work through their lunch breaks, that kind of thing, women are much more likely to do that than men. And I don't have the stats, so I'm sorry if anyone's going to get upset. No, it's all right, it's all right. We know it's true. Care, we know it's true. Like you just Google experience. it. Go to Google. Go Google and you find yeah. it. No worries. Yeah. Like that's the thing is that. Like, <laughs> yeah, Joel, go Google it. <laughs> yeah, Joel. Yeah, Karen. I don't know. Like that things. That means <laughs> that means that young people do now. That I have to. Yeah. Like I don't know why. Like my my boyfriend know everything about memes and I just don't know anything. And he's like, ah, look this meme. And he's like, that meme is like for five years ago. Like the cat salad. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just discovered it today. Don't blame me. Like I I don't know. Like. I guess okay google it i don't just know <laughs> let me live but yeah like in the end in the end is 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 yeah like they want us there they want us quiet for do the job that they don't want to do and they want mm-hmm. to decide for us too because if you work too much you're a bad mother if you don't work too much you're a bad mother too if you take care of your child too much you are overprotected if you ignore it you're not and if you if you i don't know they just never it's like for being a high position in any place you have to resist so much shit you know yeah. you have to be so yeah. much more tough skin than men because they think that we are weak because we are emotional that is not that we are more emotional it's just the the patriarchal society teach men to don't express emotions. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that more emotional than you. So they've seen yeah. us a weakness when it's not. They're just teaching us it's actually better. If we were more emotional and more empathic, you would not be having assholes be making is outside of abortion clinic when a 14 years old girl go to have an abortion because she won't rape and start to scream to her like you're going to hell what are you doing to the baby like that you need fucking more <sighs> actually emotional intelligence people you know what i mean <sighs> i hate those people so much i hate them so much <laughs> a good friend of mine um does post on facebook oh well, this is back before lockdown but she used to like post every day that like when she'd drive past the abortion clinic and the shit she'd yell out at the dudes and it was it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful Beautiful. And it's dudes. 
that's the funny thing like I so many men talking about like us having babies I'm like you get pregnant first and we talk like for a start for Look, a start. I don't think I don't think men can't like people who don't have uteruses they are entitled to their opinion like they're allowed to think whatever they want to think um but they can't impose their views on us it's like but they don't do it just stop stop fucking telling me what I can and cannot do with my body that's true though that's true love because it's, a, oh. it's the point because no one is telling you to you have an abortion. Like, I don't yeah. know what they think that make free abortion. Like in South America, we're going to be like, oh, my God, we're going to be free and save abortion. I'm going to have an abortion. I'm not even pregnant, but I go anyway because, yeah, I love to kill fetus and I'm going to eat the fetus. Are you serious? Oh, like, Jesus. people think that, you know, like, oh, yes, free abortion. Yeah, let's go, bitches. Let's go to have an abortion this weekend, girl. Let's go to make an abortion party. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I, it's so I can't, real. Yeah, I I can't get inside the the head of a liberal. Like I just can't. And it's like funny the, that you call the liberals here too. It's so weird. Why yeah. you call liberal to the conservative? Where the liberal? Oh, because I know. I'm, it's really funny. Well, the liberal party are like the liberal party. They're just they're just quite fucked and very Christian. Yeah. Um. Quite you know quite hard. They get hot and heavy for coal and and gas. Um, they love they love a good frack. <laughs> they love a frack. Um, and the Labour Party used to be about workers' rights, but thanks to fucking Bob Hawke, uh, that all got shit on. And then the Liberal Party like just ripped it apart essentially. Yeah. So yeah. Well, basically, if you notice when we are speaking, you can see that even that I born in the other side of the ocean, and you born in a first first class country, we're still having the same issues. Because we are women. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, you know? And that's the amazing thing about feminism and, yeah. uh, and support. Because sometimes the most important and the thing that is going to make us unstoppable that change the war is work together as sisterhood. The sisterhood is the most important. The sisterhood is like, if you are against abortion, you don't want to have an abortion in your life, don't do it. Just leave the other one have it. That's all that we're asking for. We will not make you have an abortion because that is not what we want. So the sisterhood is the most important. And that's the thing, the base of everything, you know? Yeah. And, and I think, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. That's, Sorry, I was just gonna say. I think that um, the disconnect is is sexism, not not just men having sexism, but women's internalized sexism, exactly. sexism as well. And that's I think something that's something we need to be gentle with each other in the process of unlearning. Yeah. And I get really oh I I hate it when cis men hang shit on white women for their behaviour, like. Michaelia Cash and those sort of people can get fucked. Like, just just get gone. I'm not interested. Um, but there's some sort of, like, centre-right politicians that are, you can see that they're trying, but they don't know how to... They don't know how to survive in a political landscape while also maintaining genuine feminist inclusive values. It's because people are scared and, about and feminism. Survive. Yeah, it's no, people scary are terrified of them. When I say as activist feminist, people say, I don't want to fight. And it's like, why are I going to fight with you? What do you mean? Yeah. And so yeah. many... T- I, I don't want to fight. I will. I'll, I'll fight them. It's yeah, fine. but it's not like we're I going to... I don't have an issue. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but the point is not... I mean, you have to understand that we get mad because we get murdered, bashed. Of course you're mad, but you are not... I don't know, it's an idea. This, it's not this, that concept yeah. of feminazi that I hate, that I think is so ridiculous. What even feminazi means? What is the connection about Nazi feminism? I don't know. But people love yeah. to use that word against us, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, so... We need, I think as feminists, we need to embrace the angry. Like, yeah. and why, why shouldn't we be angry? 
Of course we're angry. Yeah. Do you know how women have been murdered this year alone? Oh and my the, god. The rates of the rates of domestic violence have escalated it's since ridiculous. isolation. It's it's disgusting. Why shouldn't we be angry? Of course we're angry. You are actively dehumanizing us. We have all of these laws that have passed that are supposed to protect us. The um the Sex Discrimination Act, where we are supposed to be able to um not be discriminated against in the workplace. It still happens. Of course it still happens. We're supposed to be able... We, we can vote. Cool. Who have we got to fucking vote for? No one. We've got these laws that are supposed to be supporting us and protecting us. We've got access to, to abortion now. There are men consistently, actively working against reversing... Working against reversing. They're actively trying to reverse yeah. that law. Yeah. Every year, there's a march for the fucking babies. Could they go and march maybe for the babies that are locked down in detention? Could they march for those babies? Could they march for the, the abused children? From, from men that's funny they so worry about fetus they're so worried about fetus but you have kids that are now suffering and they don't do shit about it but they're so they worried don't. about the fetus oh my god they love fetus oh my god give them fetus oh Jesus <laughs> it's true that they're like you serious you're so worried about a fetus like go to take care of a kid that's been abused they don't give a shit they don't give a shit because they just want to tell us no they just want to decide for us. They can understand that we can decide for our own bodies. It's, it's, yeah. it's and they funny. Just, and they, the, the desperation to control us. And it's, it's really funny, like, because being, um, I'm an organizer with Slut Walk Melbourne, and people are constantly being like, but people will call you a slut. Isn't that a bad thing, like being called a slut? I'm just like, a slut is just someone who has casual sex. The problem that they have with women having casual sex is the same problem that they have with women being prudes and that it is women having control over their own bodies and making their own decisions about who and when they have sex with. That's their issue. Yeah, it's it is. nothing to do with anything else. Um, which, interestingly enough, makes me think about uh, the interview that we've got with Shana from... Ah, yes, yes, because yeah. we were talking about the hashtag and let's outspeak movement. So, yeah, that's so yeah. cool. We yeah. Would you like to start Sorry. with the interview or you want to like a yeah. in little introduction maybe? No, let's just go straight into the interview. Okay, let's go then. Recent amendments to the Judicial Proceedings Reports Act make it an offence to disclose the identity of a victim survivor within the media. This has raised concerns in the community around victim survivors' rights and ability to speak openly about their own sexual abuse stories. These amendments sought to address other issues within this act, but inadvertently run the risk of silencing victim survivors. Under this legislation, victim survivors are required to prove that they consent, they are over the age of 18, and that it is appropriate in all circumstances for the identity to be disclosed in any form of media. The incredibly broad nature of this provision risks the rights of victim survivors to self-identify and speak out. With me, I have Shana from NRAPE on campus. She is also a partner in the amazing Let Us Speak campaign. Welcome, Shana. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, I just wanted to speak with you about essentially like the implications of this legislation on survivors? The, the legislation's had just this incredibly wide-ranging impact on individual survivors who, you know, sexual assault is a crime of power and it takes power away from somebody. What this legislation did was actually give it a double whammy. Not only did the survivors have their power stripped from them as a result of the assault, this law then gagged them from ever being able to speak out when their perpetrator had been found guilty. So it effectively meant that perpetrators had an additional level of protection. And for many of the survivors that we've worked with over the past few years, 
they had already spoken out in the media. It actually meant that the work that they had done or the work they were doing as public advocates now became a crime. Do you think there are any correlations between Pell being convicted in 2018 and this legislation being drafted in 2019 and finally passing in 2020? I would never want to chalk up to malice anything that can be explained by sheer incompetence. But I think one thing that is very obvious is either that the people involved in drafting and passing the laws either didn't do their jobs properly and actually read it and consider what it meant for individual survivors, or there is some other bigger issue at play here. Mm, Interesting. Interesting. Do you think that they actually spoke with any survivors when they were drafting this? It's quite clear that they didn't, and that's not unusual. There's very, very rarely any sort of consultation with survivors at all when it comes to any laws that actually involve them. And even when we do see some level of consultation, we see those suggestions, reforms, ideas from survivors actively ignored, which we've recently seen in Queensland um, with some legal reforms up there in relation to sexual assault. It's just not an area where they bother to consult with the people who will be most impacted. Mm, How frustrating. Um, Do you also think that there will be um, an impact on people who have experienced sexual assault actually reporting their assault to police? Definitely. It means if you report to the police, they somehow get a conviction. You have been effectively silenced from ever speaking out ever again about what happened to you. The chilling effect on individual survivors is phenomenal. It just means that you'll either get people that won't come forward at all, or you'll get people who choose not to go down a criminal justice route because they want the ability to speak out. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me more about the Let Us Speak campaign and how can we support you going forward? The Let Us Speak campaign follows the Let Her Speak campaign that we ran in Tasmania and the Northern Territory. Um, Effectively two different campaigns, slightly different names. So the Let Her Speak campaign started in Tasmania um, because there was a gag law in place there that meant that individual survivors couldn't speak up using their real face and names. And we were working with a couple of survivors down there at the time and the disempowerment effect on them was incredible. So we had campaigned to change that law. It also existed in the Northern Territory. We campaigned there and got that law changed. And as those changes were going through, Victoria very quietly in February of this year passed this law. What we would like to see is that survivors can speak up whenever they want in all jurisdictions. It's not a matter of being individual state law. No matter what happened to you, no matter where it happened to you, you should have the ability to speak out about it and not risk going to prison. What we'd really like to see everybody do is get behind the campaign and listen to the survivors when they speak. It's one thing for them to be able to speak. It's another thing for them to be able to be heard. We have the GoFundMe at the moment, which has gone gangbusters. We're incredibly grateful for the amazing generosity at the moment. I think we've raised over $60,000 and that will enable probably six individual survivors to get court orders to allow them to tell their story without facing prosecution. It's around $10,000 per person to be able to get those court orders. And we're hoping that we can raise money for enough people to be able to tell their stories before the end of the year as we possibly can. So donating to the GoFundMe, we know that, you know, things are tough for everybody right now with the coronavirus. A lot of people have lost their jobs, but every cent helps. And also just speaking up about it and talking about how unfair it is that people are effectively being punished for being raped. Yeah, yeah. How, how very unlike the judicial system to do that to survivors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something that it doesn't do in any, you know, any other area of the law over and over again. It's, it's survivors of sexual assault who end up getting the short end of the stick no matter what. Thank you so much for coming to speak with us. No problem. Thank you very much for speaking about it. We really appreciate it. No, good luck with the rest of the campaign. We'll be doing our best for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, my God. Just listening to that just makes me so mad.
I know, it's, it's so crazy. Like, you will think that that kind of, I don't know, it's come back in time, like 30 years. Oh, uh, even, not even that, just, I don't know, that, that in, what was her comment? Like, um, malice versus intent sort of thing. Like, the fact that they didn't even mean it. Yeah. Like, it was, a, like, it was just an unintended consequence. Like, get fucked. Get absolutely fucked. That's the problem. Like, politicians are not working with the community. That's the problem. When they make laws, they don't work direct with the people that they will affect. Like, you have to recheck everything and with the people. If you're making laws about sexual abuse, you want to, you have to talk with the survivor. If you're making laws about women, you should be be meeting women to know what they think about it to work together, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Or, you know, here's a really novel idea. Why don't we have more women and in Parliament working yeah, on legislation? For a start. Why, it just it just shows the disconnect between and and between the justice system and inverted commas the justice system and what they actually think that people want. Like I swear to God, I, it reads to me like I've read through some of the legislation and tried to understand it. Some of it looks like it's been written by a Russian bot, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, I genuinely think that they don't think that survivors want to actually tell their story. I think they think they're protecting us. Exactly, exactly. That's yeah, the thing. And they're like, oh, why would you want to talk about it? It's such a horrible thing that happened to you. Of course it's a horrible thing that happened to us. It keeps happening to us consistently for thousands of years. We want to talk about it. We want to share our story and we want to put the shame from ourselves onto the perpetrators of abuse. That's where the shame belongs, not with us. Exactly. And I think that great part two of the abuse is the silence. Like the way of the abuser mm. to do it is make you feel bad about it. Like it's not, it's a way anyway whether you were abused but everything is about a secret everything is about like don't tell anyone or if you say something bad it's going to happen to you so when you do this when you do that law like that or no you make it because it didn't on purpose i don't i don't even know how that can even happen but um it's just like bring to the survivor that again that feeling that i have to stay in silence and anonymous and the truth is is they have all the right if they want to say their story two thousand times if you want every single day if you want because it's your right because if you want mm. to make change you have to talk about it like if we want to uh, bring uh, or normalize like for example the transsexual community we have to let them talk do we have to make it you know we have to bring the discussion the same as sexual workers we have to talk about it because we normalize it you know mm. uh, but i don't want to norm normalize the abuse but what i mean is like you you start to understand this happened because sometimes it's so secret that you don't know that it's happening mm. it's like oh, that really happened here in australia it's like yes it does but people just don't talk about it and when you do that they don't you you will not feel safe for saying nothing and go to jail for talk your own story yeah yeah it's it's absolutely it's unbelievable and i mean i like talking about like sex workers and trans folk like it's so crucial that they're the ones telling their stories because they're the ones living that life exactly they're the ones that know where the flaws are in the system they like trans people will talk about potentially um inaccessible healthcare and um you know all these hoops that they have to jump through in order to get their the hormone therapy that they need and i mean sex workers obviously fighting tooth and nail for the right to all organize unionize and to have safe workplaces which they just can't do at the moment you know they're up against cops coming in whenever they want and that just speaks to why it's so important to have these people who are affected by these laws speak on these laws 
and potentially even at some stage legislate these laws. Legislate these laws. Is that a thing? Legislate <laughs> a law? But I think people would understand the idea. <laughs> yeah, they need representation. Not, not a lawyer. Not a lawyer. <laughs> exactly. They definitely need representation. And I think that's why every country, the, um, the parliament should be consist like in the population that you have, they should be have a representation of everyone, you know. You should be mm. have more, uh, the same amount of women that you have in the real population. For example, if the 50% is woman, it should be 50%. You know what I mean? If you have mm. this percent of uh, Aboriginal, you need it. You need to have trans people. You need to have sexual workers. You need to p- for make it democratic. But people don't mm. understand that uh, the representation is crucial because as women, we can allow men speak for us. You know, as as survivors, you can let people speak for you. It's your story, you know. So, yeah. like, the representation is fundamental. And I think we should be bringing in every single country. They should be start to work like that. Because the war mm-hmm. is not like before. It's not to be, it's not anymore that. It's no more means that because we, they went to university and they have money, you think they're smart enough to take the decision. That is nothing like that anymore. We know that that's <laughs> bullshit. You know what I mean? Because... yeah. I the, poli- the politics, like uh, politics, I don't know if it's here like that, but in Chile it's an elite. They are like the most rich yeah. families that have been in politics for 30 years old and then owns all the companies. So all the laws that they do is about to make bigger business. So if we continue having government that just make people a business, you are not making politics. I think that people in any government should be paid the minimal wage. So they, when they do their job, they do it because they love to and they care about their people. Not because they're going to get good business and get things for free, you know what I mean? Because at least mm-hmm. in Chile, just they approve laws that they can make more money. So they don't care about yeah. nothing. They vote like yeah. against all the things that people want because it's not convenient for them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but it's difficult to take them off because it's the same old motherfucking people that's been there forever. If it's not them, it's the cousin. If it's not that one, it's the sister-in-law. It's just like pure, I, uh, I don't know the word in English. I forgot that word. Anyway, like when you put no, your family no. and everything. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, nepotism. Nepotism. Like, yeah. You, you... It's, it, the same thing happens in Australia. Ah, there you go. Like, just look at Ang- Angus Taylor and all, all his mates. Uh, all the projects like the, the Mikey project in Melbourne, the amount of money that was sunk into that, uh, the Barrier Reef, like, just, I don't know. Someone's wife, I think it's Dutton's wife, is doing something. It's just, it's intense. It's absolutely it intense. It is. It is. And we know it, we know it's happening, and it's, we let it happen. We consistently just let it happen. It's, it's difficult because anyway, it's hard to find good representation in this time because I think like as a new generation, we are so mm. disappointed about politicians that we always feel that when you get in the power, you finish, you are the same shit anyway. That's what you yeah. feel like. It's like a like corrupt your your values, you know, being the power. Yeah. So it's hard to trust people. Like you don't know for to hope to vote sometimes like, you know? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it's I'm in exactly the same boat. I'm like, do I vote for the the party that supports the rapist, or do I vote for the party who supports the turf, like yeah, and the and the and swerfs, like like who do I? I don't have anyone. I don't have anyone to vote for. I know it's like, so there's, hard. There's, and there's and there's micro parties that are like okay, all right, and even they, you just kind of like oh, there's a lot of white men in there. I just and I genuinely don't trust white men in lady, leadership and politics. Yeah, of course. Then we've got we've got parties like the Australian Progressives who look okay, but then as soon as you start looking at their policies, it's just like, 
What in the red hot fuck is this? Like early drafts of their policies refer to people who use IV substances as as drug addicts. What? What? They're, what do you mean? Um, Can you explain yeah. me that more? So IV drug users is someone who um, uses drugs intravenously, so just by injection, like heroin. So yeah, heroin, um, any sort of form of substance like that. Um, and to to refer to them as drug addicts is really it's it's pretty much a slur as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then they're. Uh, their equity policy or their women's rights policy sort of thing, like spoke on men's rights to access to their children. Which I, completely... How you hear the men's rights thing is crazy. Oh. We had to do a special about oh. that one. Have oh. you seen the oh. documentary called The Red Pill? No, I've not. Oh, I've not. I, it's, just, it's just forget mad though. It's about men's rights. You know, like oh. m- more men die than women. And it's like, yeah, because you kill each other. <laughs> like, of course, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's just, it's wild how they can sort of in, like use these stats and manipulate these stats. Yes. But what's really interesting about a lot of men's rights activists is the things that they're fighting for. You Like, you know, oh, men should be able to have opinions and have show feelings. And men, you know, we, we don't have access to this or, you know, we, we have strong mental health issues, and which is, you know, it's all right. It's not wrong. But what they're actually saying is they want to end toxic masculinity and they want to end gender roles and patriarchal structures. I want to be able to stay home with my kids if I want. Well, stay home with your kids, mate. Like, yeah, I don't understand. But, it, but it, in this... They're actually arguing for feminism, a lot of these MRAs. So the problem isn't women's rights and feminist values. It's the fact that these people hate women and they blame women for everything that's ever exactly. happened to them. Exactly. Like the incels, you know, incels? Mm, oh, my God. I really wish I didn't. I just, I, really I just like that. It's so. It's like I can't. I can't. Dude. It's just terrible. It's like no. It's, it, we can, it's, We should be making a special just about incels. That's it. Just. Oh, uh, can can I skip that one? Because I really, I've had enough. Like, I really. Oh, like part of me is like we need to include men and we need to support yeah. men and nurture men. But also another part of me is like there are so many books written by women and women of colour and about racism, class, um, sexism, you misogyny. You just try. Just listen. There, is, there, there are TED Talks. TED Talks. There's articles. There's so much out there. Why do they consistently rely on the emotional labour of women that they know? I know. And that's what I feel. And it's just draining. It drains my soul. No, but that's about machismo, though. Because uh, the thing about them is, like, because the machismo, they can't understand that we say no. So it's like, but why not? <laughs> but I'm a good person. Why not? Because I don't like you. <laughs> and if you are nice with me and everything, it's your decision. But that doesn't mean I'm going to like you. Like, some men don't like me. So... But because that ownership, they think that they own us. Yeah. So it's always finished. It's the same circle of violence. Like even they say that good guy, they still think that they own you because he's nice with you. Of course, you have to be yeah. nice with me. Everyone has to be nice with everyone. You know what I mean? Like, oh. treat, of course, you have to respect me. We have to respect each other. <laughs> what I have to be grateful that you are not a jerk with me. I don't understand. It's like the basis of humanity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like treating someone with respect. Yeah. But, and for some, for some reason, men think that's a high bar. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's bizarre. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like, yay, thank you for doing that. No, I don't owe you shit. Exactly. Like, thank you for doing it, but I don't owe you anything. Like, no, because a guy paid me the, the, the bill of the dinner and I had to fucking sleep with him. You want to pay and look cool, but fucking do it. But I, you can ask me if I can pay. I don't care to pay, but you want to. Your problem, but I will not suck your dick because you did it, my love. <laughs> 
I can pay my own uh, my own bills too. If you want to do it, it's your problem. Thank you so much. You know, <laughs> like okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's their decision. No one is making them do it. Yeah. But because they think they own us, they do that kind of shit. But come back to the yeah. the topic about let us speak. <laughs> I almost <laughs> say it wrong again, guys. You don't even know. Mild, mild tangent there. Yeah, right. Black tangent. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I'm yeah. very proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think like it will be such a big difference if actually politicians speak with people. Just do yeah. your job. Just listen to us. It's again, it's like I think they forget what their job is. Yeah. Like I think they think their job is to maintain power. Yeah. But they, they actually they literally work Yeah, oh yeah, law and order, absolutely. Exactly. Especially in Victoria. But their job is to represent us. And our wants and our needs. They work and I, for us. I, we, we like our taxes pay their pay their salary or like we're I'm I'm literally Scott Morrison's boss. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, we'll partner. Yeah, we all are. Yeah, like I, that guy owes us something. Yeah, like he gets he's one of the highest paid leaders of any country in the world. He and yet, dude, dude will piss off to Hawaii at any given opportunity. And I mean, I'm not saying like people still deserve holidays and they still deserve breaks, but like considering what his job is. If our country is on fire, I are you, think he should be in remember Hawaii. Remember that thing? It's like, are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Like the oh, country was burning. Yeah. We were breathing ashes in Victoria and New yeah. South Wales is terrible and he was in holiday. It's like, are you serious? Because he doesn't oh, look, care. Oh, he, because oh, you can't expect me to pick up a hose, Daniela. Like no, do we barely expect you to pick up anything? He don't like, even pick up his own hole, probably. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> Facts. No. You know that is true, people. <laughs> yeah. But it's true oh, because maybe. anyway, these fires, like that's happening now in South America and Argentina, is terrible. And all the Amazon is being burning for a yeah. year almost. You know that the Brazilian yeah, 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 yeah. Brazilian president is a monster. It's terrible. It's a genocide of aboriginal people there that are mm-hmm. fighting for their lands. Their, the Amazon that they protect and love. Thanks to them, we have the Amazon that we have too because they always live in peace with the Amazon. And um, they after they burn, they use it for make more business. It's everything about money. Like, you think mm-hmm. that the fire here is like that they take so long they don't do too much about it? Of course, then you can use it for more cows. Or more, I don't know if it's that happened here, but at least in South America, they use a letter for put more cows or make agriculture, you know, like for make money. So in then it's the same people that is making the fire. That's why they don't, they take money from the fireworks. like how you can do that in a country that is always on fire. Australia, yeah. you know, it's like, what in the world you're doing? We have, we have to borrow firefighters and like, um, like helicopters and shit like that from America. Like, why do we not have this? Exactly. And it's we it should be there, right there, ready to go every year. Yeah, because Australia works as, with fire. Everyone knows it's part of yeah. Australia. So that's so stupid. It's no excuse yeah. for not being ready. Yeah, yeah. It's it's absolutely intense. And we know that there's a link between climate change and the and the fires. Exactly. But the government doesn't want it they don't want to address that. Ah no they one. They don't they don't want to they don't want to talk about that. No one. All they want to talk about is uh let's let's open another coal mine. Yeah. And let's start fracking again. Oh, yeah, because they give you more jobs and money. Everything is the same. Yeah, everything's about statistics. Everything's about numbers and making things look good on a graph. Yeah. Because 
I'm pretty sure that's just how, I don't know, like that kind of demographic of people work. They they just see, yep, yep, stats, figures, good, good, you know. What's that, that meme? Stonks go up or something? I don't know. Like money go brr. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, but it's true though. It's the thing because it's happened everywhere. It's like this whole wave of fascist people that is so disconnected to their, what you said before, disconnect of their reality. They really are disconnected. In Chile, you see that where politicians are people that are completely disconnected about what is happening. Like they were upset because people was on the street uh, when it was a quarantine because they closed like all with quarantine, but people don't have food because they are poor and they don't have jobs and they get mad and they police going to destroy places where people is making like pots with food that they share each other as community the police come and take everything because that is illegal it's like such a disconnection because the police in chile they come from the most poor people but uh, because uh, because it's a way that they can you know like get a good housing a school health everything mm. but because this, the way that is still fascist because pinochet mm. they just are like machines without a mind and they are the enemy of the people they don't protect the people they protect the rich and the powerful yeah no the, the same people. here on on the badges it says like to serve and protect and people just assumed it was us but it's capital and it's the state they're not here to serve and protect community they are not here for community at all um they are totally to protect the state and you saw that with the um with the black lives matter movement when you saw cops protecting statues of colonizers that happened everywhere yeah but it sucks yeah police sucks in general like, I just don't. Absolute. Even 100% ACAB 1312. But girl, you know. Defund the police. I, I had to tell you this. Your police yes. is so much more nice than mine. I You don't, you have a nice police compared oh. with mine. Girl, dude, I didn't even dude. tell you that in Chile they are the worst. They they are the worst. They're, be, be, they're disgusting. Like, they just shoot people in the eyes. Like, you know that. Oh, what happened. Yeah. Is, it was yeah. like, and they had this system that they don't have to pay for anything too. You know, like everywhere. It's just fascism oh. it's fascism they are the we call them dogs of oh. the state and i have a yeah. a metaphor that because chile is really aspirational and classes you know yeah so which i have a metaphor that is like even uh, you like the police is like the dog that protect the house of the rich people so they do mm-hmm. their best to protect their house and and like uh, their owners but in the end they're always going to be the dog and they're always going to sleep outside because they will never let the mm. dog come inside of their houses yeah so in the state yeah, yeah. they are everywhere anywhere they're going to be they, they don't care about them neither you know they just think that yeah. they do but they don't because when rich people yeah. they try to get a fine or something it's like you you can't talk to me like that. Give me your name. And then they call their friends that are in the high position in the police and you don't have to pay anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, I think it's more... Um, I mean, obviously, it's not as bad as in South America. Yeah. Um, but it's just... It's more covert here. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't... If you were... Um, an Aboriginal person, yeah. you wouldn't be saying that they were so great. Like the the number of deaths in custody, um, the harassment that Indigenous people face in this country is is abhorrent, and it's so it's like those those microaggressions. Like I it's can go racist. to a supermarket, it's oh it's incredibly racist. It's disgusting. Um, like I can go to a supermarket, walk around a supermarket, and leave without purchasing anything because I couldn't find what I wanted. But if I was black or Indigenous um, or a person of colour, um, that might not be the case. 
and ah, in yes, a lot of like... instances, it's not a, it's not the case. You'll get checked, you'll get stopped. That's fucked up. I, I can I can walk down the street without getting hassled. Um, like I mean, obviously, unless by men, like catcalling and stuff like that happens, but not not like where my life feels like it's in danger. Like not in that same way. That's insane, dog. Like I don't I don't have to worry about like getting pulled over for unpaid fines. I don't have to worry about all this kind of stuff that that people of color have to have to worry about. And it's sort of it. It, it baffles me mm. that this is well it doesn't baffle me because we, we live in this state but it just how 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 have we allowed this to continue to happen like we've got police on the streets in melbourne i mean even at the moment um even though everyone's in lockdown there's cops wandering around on a what's today thursday thursday afternoon wednesday afternoon what what is time i don't know anyway <laughs> so there's cops running around they've got they've got guns they've got pepper spray they've got you know, maybe tear gas. They've got all these type of weapons on their persons at all times. Yeah. And if that's not just to intimidate people, I don't know what the fuck else it's for. What What are you going to need that for on a Wednesday afternoon? Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, because it's not even that you have like really like dangerous people or things. They're just like hobos or junkies really bad. Like so some of them. We don't call people No, 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 babe. them. Don't, don't, you don't use that word? No. I'm no. sorry. I, no, no, I, didn't, okay. I didn't know it's how to use it. Teach me then. No. Oh, like personally, I just say maybe people who are substance affected or substance IV affected. drug users. I'm sorry. Yeah. For me, like that was like no. a like a way to say I didn't know that was negative. No, no, it's okay. It, I mean, look, honestly, there yes. are people who would use that word who do use substances who self-identify that way, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But it's I, I find it quite derogatory and um just unnecessarily mean. Yeah, yeah. Like especially when you if you're talking about people who use substances and who do have dependency and that kind of thing. Yeah. Quite often they've got a pretty strong history of trauma and abuse. Yeah. So, like, I, I like to explain it to people, like, you know, you have a bad day of work, you come home and you need something to take, you might have a glass of wine, you might have two, three, four, you might have a bottle, I don't know. Like, depends how bad the day is. Yes. But imagine if, if your trauma was so significant that you just needed to something to shut your mind off. Like, you know, we and we have poor poor healthcare. We have um, hospital systems that are difficult to access. Yeah. We ha- um, we have inaffordable and inaccessible housing. So we have all these other socioeconomic factors on top of hundred percent. You ha- you have all the reasons. And you're trying, yeah. To, yeah. And you're trying to tell, and then you're trying to shame someone for using drugs to like sort of Ex- it numb is true. that pain. Yeah, because yeah. it's your responsibility as a state to make sure that that things doesn't happen, that protect your people. Yeah. But I mean, on top of that, there's also people who use drugs because it's fun and that's totally fine. Yeah, no, I don't give a... Like, you I, know, I don't care. we just need to keep it safe, keep it clean. Absolutely. Like, there's no... We shouldn't be shaming people for doing something. Yeah. We should be providing support and um, access to, like, supervised injecting rooms and... Um, and clean syringe programs and all that kind of stuff so that people can, can engage in this behaviour and keep themselves safe and keep the community safe and make sure that everyone's okay and you don't turn around the corner and see someone where there's been an incident. That's true. Essentially. But what, yeah. what my point was going there... Uh, Sorry. No, no, actually... Thank you so much because sometimes <laughs> with a language barrier, we know words that you know in movies or you hear, but you don't mm. know that they are actually can be offensive or they are no good. You, you know what I mean? So I actually yeah. appreciate it. It's, it's all right. Thank you. That's all right. No, no worries. Yeah. No. So anyway, what, what I was saying, like, here is not a dangerous country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can I, get if, killed. If you're white... If you're white. Yeah, but it's the police who do that to you, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, true, what true. I mean is, like, 
in, in Chile or South America and some places, they can kill you for take your wallet. Or they can kill you because yeah. you didn't have money, so they kill you, you know? Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or, for example, if you ate in the capital, everyone, is no Chilean that someone stole your phone for your pocket or your bag or something without you realize because they are so good doing it. That is so normal. Yeah. You have to work with your backup, backpack on the front because they can, you know, open the pocket and steal. It's so, and it's so common. Is Every, that why people do that? Yes. Yes, that's why oh. tourist is the favorite victim. When my when my boyfriend was there, he was like the gringo, the gringo. Everyone like gringo, the gringo, and he looks so so like Roland. You you have to tell it, Roland. You have to look like this and look like you know what you're doing because if you look like a tourist, they're going to try to take your shit. Ne nothing in your pocket, oh. but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. uh, of course, like the police have to like I don't like police, but you need the security anyway because some people do it, but they do it because too they don't have the opportunities. To to have a good job, a good education, a good housing, everything the same. Yeah. But it's not like here you have dangerous people. Like that people is in mm. their own business. You know what I mean? I, I never have mm. any issue with anyone here, really. Yeah. For example, I don't feel uh, scared yeah. about them. I just feel bad. Uh, and so mm. they yell to you like, wah, 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 and you are like, okay, okay. But they are. I don't feel afraid. So I don't think that you actually mm. need all that guns and stuff for that. No. Oh, no. That's no. what I mean. No, it's intimidation. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just it's just to intimidate. Yeah. It's just to intimidate. Because, you know, sometimes there are places when people sit there in Richmond and you can see Aboriginal people that just sit there and the police go always direct to there. And they're just mm. sitting there, always, like yeah. close to, in, in Aldis, close to Richmond, always. And it's like, why they just like leave them alone? They just sit in there. They don't do nothing, mm. you know? No, it's about power and control. Yeah. And racism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. So what else we can add? Oh, you think? That was a good conversation, though. <laughs> Important conversation. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I always it's so. good. It's always talk ba uh, good to talk bad about the police. Yeah, I think so. ACAB, <laughs> Always ACAB. Maybe that could be our song. ACAB. ACAB. I don't know. I don't know how to sing or play. I don't, know, how to sing. I don't know. What is sing? What is music? I don't know. I don't, I don't so know. So definitely. It's all, it's all a construct. Exactly. So anyway, uh, come back to the, the the campaign about Let Us Speak. I think it's so important that we just don't ignore this because that shows that the governments uh, and the people's taking decisions can be incompetent. And we had to make mm. sure that these things are happen again. Mm. Yeah. Write to your MPs, call your MPs, uh, all your local members and all your councillors and everyone that you've ever met. Um, I've just made up a sign um, that just says Let Us Speak and I've stuck it on Instagram and use the hashtag so everyone should be doing that as well um like get everyone talking about this and not just that it's it's fucked that this is happening to survivors and that they're essentially being like double gagged like shana said but also that it's incompetence that has let led us to this it's not listening to survivors of assault it's it's them telling us what they think that we need without engaging with us at all. And that's a problem. We don't have enough representation in Parliament. Yes. We and we definitely don't have the right type of representation in Parliament. We've got a couple of bitches who hide behind fucking fucking whiteboards and chuck on their red shoes and think that means it's something. Yeah. We've got Julie Bishop. I don't even know if she's still in government anymore. I don't know. But, like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm not a feminist. We don't need feminism. Shut up, bitch. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we do. do. We absolutely do. Yeah. 
mostly because people like you are the ones who are in power saying we don't need this stuff and that's what and that is what i think white feminism is is that people are just like well i can vote and i'm in government so obviously we're all equal it's selfish and it's fuck and he's and he's racist and he's and he's um it's it's lazy it's lazy it's lazy <laughs> i feel it's too comfortable i think that sometimes something happened yeah. here that i think is such a it's a good country still like i feel safe i will always say this i'm so grateful that I feel safe on the street because i feel scared when i walk on the streets in my own country i always feel like i can get yeah. raped and if i take a, a uber i have to be like sharing my location because i'm afraid you know Because sometimes mm. the same drivers can drape you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. insane. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm super grateful about that. But it's so it's so important, like, get representation and speak up. Like, you don't mm. feel comfortable because when you are comfortable is when they start to do whatever they fucking want with you. Like, yeah. be loud, be angry, and... And it's just, like, question everything because it's your right. Because they have to do it yeah. right. And it's, yeah. you know? Go go with your gut. Like, if you think that something is fucked up, sit with that for a minute and look at why. Don't ignore it. Yes. Sit with it and ask other people, talk to people. Hey, I saw this and it looked a bit wrong. What do you reckon? Because then you'll get other people being like, oh, yeah, I thought that was wrong too, but I didn't know if I should say something. Speak about it. Talk to your friends and men, please talk to other women. Yeah. And listen to them. Don't don't wait for your chance to speak. Actually listen to what they have to say. Yeah. And encourage them to speak. Because quite often women won't feel comfortable speaking to men about what's genuinely going on. Yeah. I'm I'm so grateful to have like cis men friends mm. that will will sit through me saying like better trash. Fucking hate men. Because they get it. They know I'm not talking about all men. I'm talking about the system of men. I'm talking about the patriarchal structures that work to oppress us. El machito. That's what we talk about. How do I say it? El macho. Machis machismo. El, el macho. Yeah, el machito. Macho, macho. Me man. Exactly. That that's that's the like the, <laughs> the typical uh, heteronormal straight dude that like want us quiet, want us uh, submissive, want us in the kitchen, and they talk, they they do it like a, a slap that shaming you know and that yeah. stuff like that you know like that one is a macho and they think like it's everything about to like oh i'm a dude uh, and i have to like this because <laughs> that makes me a dude and i have to and i can i can look my friend when he's taking a bath because that made me gay and it's like dude what the fuck like yeah you know what i mean like um unfortunately i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah Yep, so yep, yep. yeah, they're just cheap, yep. stupid men, and we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, I I have a partner, and I adore him. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, we are not talking about all yeah. of them, and I know the guys that are not like that knows that too. You know, they know yeah. that too. It's like, of course, I it's not for me. I I will never, I never heard a woman. So what I will feel weird about it, you know? Yeah, and that, and I think that's why when we say we we have to say all men because, and we have to use it generally because when we say not all men. The men that we're talking about go, oh, well, they're not talking about me. Whereas the men who we're not talking about What always knew point. it wasn't about them. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, ah, oh, yeah, I have so many things to say next next episode. No, I will not say it for keep it there. Yeah. So definitely, <laughs> okay. definitely, like, please share the hashtag, we speak. And I hope we can have more feminist women that want to be in politics. And we they have yeah. our 100 support, like 100%. Yeah. I, can, I can't vote yet. 
but I am really good speaking and really loud, so I can always help. But maybe in two years or three, awesome. I can I can vote. So I can, <laughs> but it will be awesome <laughs> have feminist woman there. Like yeah. it's all that we want, really, a representation. Yeah, absolutely. So um, thanks everyone for listening. Thank and you. Stay tuned for and come back next week for more shitting on cops, shitting on men, and talking about politics through a feminist lens. I love it. Bye bye. Bye.